Welcome to the Superman Confidential Podcast. I'm Tom, your host, and we've got some pretty big news in the Superman world to get into today. So you've probably seen a Superman and Lois television series has been put into development at the CW. It should be known as just in development. It hasn't doesn't even technically have a pilot order or a series order or anything like that, that yet. Of course, the CW ha- does have a good track record with superhero shows dating back to Smallville and Arrow and beyond. So there's likely a good chance of this going through if they're committed to it. It would star Tyler Hecklin as Clark Kent Superman, Bitsy Tolick as Lois Lane, as they have been previously introduced. And that's the only real details we have on it for now. So my initial reaction to this, I can't say I'm shocked that this happens. I'm a little bit surprised in some ways that it's actually going through. To me, I've said before, I don't think Superman should be on TV, and I haven't. And I, my thoughts on that have not changed. I still believe that. I think Superman should be in movies, in, in big-budget movies, and save for that. I just think that's what is best for the character, as well as the smartest business decision from WB. Um, but they haven't always done... I, 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 I've obviously have lots of problems with how WB has handled Superman in particular the last few decades, and and not really knowing what to do with the character and not doing what's best for the character and not maximizing that. Um, so a television series being on the air doesn't mean you can't have a movie franchise, as many people will point out. For me, I think it makes it much more difficult to do that. I think it's really challenging to have both at the same time. We take for granted that all these superhero movies will do well with the major the major box office that they've had. But I think when you've got the same character showing up in two different mediums, that's difficult and it's never happened before. So until it happens, it will be a surprise. I think it just makes it much more difficult. The only real attempts have been Superman Returns and Power Rangers in 2017, neither of which got a sequel. So there's never really been a successful franchise where there have been different versions of the same character going on at once. Of course, WB has no plans as far as we know for Superman on movies. So that's not really a problem for them, I guess. Maybe if a, a big budget director comes along, like whoever you think is the best person for the job, J.J. Abrams, Steven Spielberg, Patty Jenkins, whoever you think it is, maybe if they come along and have the right script and, and everything can work out and maybe Superman movie franchise could still take off. But I think it makes it more difficult. I think it makes it really difficult to generate buzz and everything when there's already a live action version of the character going around. Uh, I'm also a little surprised, a little disappointed, I should say, and this is nothing against the CW. I probably watch more CW than I have any other show, any other network, and maybe any other, all other networks combined. I've watched a lot of CW I, you know, from Smallville and other shows, as well as Arrowverse now and and other shows now. I'm trying Nancy Drew and I like that. So this isn't me hating on the CW, but it's really surprising that WBDC has the option to do anything they want with this character. And they're saying, not well, not a movie right now. We're not even going to say, okay, movies are, we don't know how cinema is going. Streaming seems to be a big thing. We could use Superman as a cornerstone of HBO Max that is coming out and put a high, high production values, expensive Superman series into production. Use that as a seller for HBO Max. Instead, it's going to the CW, which is lower budget and all of that. So again, I don't dislike the CW, but it's really surprising that 
Superman is relegated. And I am disappointed from that perspective that Superman is being relegated to the CW when I think he should be in the biggest possible stage out there. And the CW shows, even that do well, a couple million viewers a week is really good for them. So I just think what is best for the character, not even necessarily my personal enjoyment, what is best for the character is to be in different uh, someplace else. But you can also be disappointed and frustrated with WB and their inability to get a Superman franchise off the ground and going in a strong direction and commit to that direction for many years and multiple films. I absolutely have that frustration. That's not going away. But you can also be excited to see Clark Kent, Superman on TV screen and potentially a weekly basis going forward. There are certainly benefits to being on TV just from an entertainment perspective in terms of you see more. There's more you can do. If this show goes for as many episodes as Smallville, it still will not adapt all of the stories I would like to see adapted or characters or storylines brought into the show as I would like to see because there's so much to pull from from the 80 plus years of Superman comic books. So potentially this way, if it's done well, we can see lots and lots of those stories and really get some some things there. We're also seeing something we haven't seen before with Lois and Clark potentially having a child. That's something unique and could be really interesting both within the Arrowverse and for Superman lore. Uh, I'm, hope, I'm hopeful that they have a pretty good budget, relatively speaking. Obviously, the CW only has so much that they can can use and, and are willing to commit budget-wise, but you would think expectations should be for Superman and Lois to be your highest-rated show, and so you would think it would have the better budget than all of the other shows on the Arrowverse, all those superhero shows. And the good news is TV special effects have come a long way since the days of Smallville even, eight years ago. There's a lot more you can do, a lot more ambitious storylines, and I'm hoping that this show will at least be able to attempt some of those, see Superman in space a little bit, and see villains like Brainiac and Mongol and all of those, see them brought to life relatively faithfully, as faithful as they can be to the comic book. And there is something to finally seeing more Clark Kent, Superman-focused content out there, and Lois Lane, of course. There hasn't been a much of Clark Kent and Lois Lane-focused stuff since Smallville ended. Man of Steel obviously was. But then Superman kind of took a backseat in Batman v Superman and then Justice League where he got less screen time than the other heroes and we didn't necessarily see a bunch of stuff from his perspective. And this will get to see that from their perspective. And also, and I'm hoping that also solves a lot of my big complaints for the way Superman has been used in there over so far where he's just a supporting character and used to prop up other characters and that kind of thing. So uh, there are potentially a lot of good things that can come from this and something i'm excited to see i am excited to see this even if i don't think it is uh necessarily the best thing for the character i think this show can be somewhat of an amalgamation between lois and clark and smallville in that we can see clark kent and lois lane as reporters at the daily planet with perry wright and also if lois and clark have a kid they can have some of those early seasons of smallville scenes where there's parents working with a child who may or may not have superpowers and figuring that out and how all that works. That's all something I can see. And in, in big picture terms, this could, if done well, it could be something of a loose sequel to whatever your favorite live action Superman and Lois Lane are, because it's so far, far along in the future that it's something we really haven't seen before. Again, if I was making a Superman show, it'd probably be a little earlier in their careers where we'd see a Superman who'd been around for a couple of years 
in his prime, accepted his place in the world, and now he's ready to fight those big bad threats and get a full, fully developed world of Metropolis. But I think you can still do a lot of those things, and I'm hoping they do that. There's a lot of Superman stories I would love to see adapted from before they had a kid and all of the great stuff that's in Rebirth. There's still a lot of great stories I would like to see before that. Thinking specifically of Exile and maybe a long-form Death and Return of Superman and Panic in the Sky and Superman Brainiac. All of those things are things I would like to see. And we also are probably going to get that Rebirth dynamic, which I think is really cool and good in a lot of ways. I'm hoping it's still Clark Kent and Lois Lane-centered first, but if John Kent pops up, and whether he's young or a little older or however they do that, there's a lot of really good things that can come from that and be excited and have a wholesome, hopeful, optimistic, uplifting show out there, superhero show now, because a lot of, a lot of them seem to be getting darker and a little more violent and things like that. And I think you could this could be a counter argument for that. Have a family, have more of a wholesome th- wholesome type show, still have serious threats, but still have a wholesome feeling to it are all things I think could be really good for the show. So again, my preference would be to see Superman on the big screen, of course, but that doesn't mean I can't be excited about seeing Clark Kent and Lois Lane on a potentially weekly basis and be excited for that and looking forward to that. And I'm looking so much forward to that, in fact, that I have started another podcast. Uh, So my buddy Zach and I have started, we're going to kind of co-host Superman and Lois, the New Adventures podcast. That's what we're talking about. So if you want to check that out, there's links in the show notes. It is available everywhere. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, probably wherever you're listening to this right now. And if it's not, let me know and I will get it up there. So that podcast is going to be specifically focused on the Superman and Lois television show and the lead up to it. And if it gets picked up, reviewing episodes. In the meantime, we will be looking back at previous appearances of Hecklin and Tolik in the Arrowverse. We'll be looking at Crisis on Infinite Earths as that's coming up. So I'm very excited about this podcast. And Zach and I, are, I think, are, have a good rapport and will be hopefully do a pretty good job. I'm going to attach our first episode to the end of this podcast so you can check it out, listen to it. If you like it, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, we would appreciate it. Check it out. If you like it, let us know or let us know what you want to see from this podcast or how things would change. As far as this show, Superman Confidential, how will it change it? Honestly, that's something I'm still figuring it out. Because Superman and Lois, if it goes through, would be probably the biggest news in the Superman world for the foreseeable future. So that's going to be a big chunk of it. But there's still lots of other Superman stuff that I want to talk about. I don't want to just repeat myself and talk about Superman and Lois in a couple different places. So I will probably be focusing on other parts of Superman. You know, there's going to be other news coming on. There's a couple of Superman animated movies coming up in the next year and all kinds of different things that I can talk about as well as lots of other stuff in the 80 plus year history of this character, comic book arcs, other TV shows and movies and radio stuff that I want to get into. So I don't plan to have this show go away, but specifically if you want Superman and Lois stuff, that will be the place to go. So check it out, please. Uh, I hope you enjoy it and I will just let the first episode play right now. So if you want to check that out, I hope you enjoy. Welcome to what we are tentatively calling Superman and Lois, the new adventures podcast. Uh, you may have heard that the CW has put a Superman and Lois TV series into development. So we're going to be talking about that show, even though it's probably about a year off and it's less than 24 hours since the show has been announced, basically. But we're going to get into that. I'm Tom. 
I'm Zach. Before we get into the news and everything, I guess we should give a little bit of our background of Superman fans. Uh, Zach and I podcasted together a little while before. You may have heard us before. Not that we're famous or anything, but you may have been coming from one of our shows. Uh, I am a big time Superman fan. Clark Kent and Lois Lane are my two favorite fictional characters of all time. I think that really started for me. I was always a Superman fan. I always kind of remember being a Superman fan and having memories of things like Super Friends and and just knowing about the character and being the super, first superhero. I was always kind of drawn to that in the powers. But I found a little show called Smallville once it was several years in. Became a massive fan. That's what really became made me a huge Superman fan and a fan of the wider DC universe and uh, got me interested in diving into comic books and and reading that, especially Superman comics and everything along the lines and going back and watching old Superman TV shows and movies and, and really heavy into that stuff to make Superman my favorite character. Yeah, and I, I'm somewhat similar, a little bit different. I think you, you really got me into Superman in a big way because of Smallville. I, I got into Smallville after the show was done because you recommended it to me and let me borrow DVDs and... Um, I remember very fondly, like, nights that I probably shouldn't be staying up too late. I had to go to work the next day, like, staying up to 1 or 2 in the morning because I, I just need to watch another episode of Smallville. So I powered through all of those seasons in a really, really short amount of time. Um, but that's just because I was so so enamored with the character of Clark Kent and him struggling with his powers and um, being such, like, a good moral person, but then having to struggle with you know, balancing that with this crazy, insane power that he has to do really terrible things, but then using that power to only do good things. And then even sometimes, you know, having to choose not to use those powers when it, when that is the right thing to do. So I think, I think some people are kind of dismissive of Superman because they'd say he's overpowered or it's like just so unrealistic that he's super strong and not interesting. But I think that honestly makes it more interesting. That makes him the most interesting character to me of that is another that's like a constraint on him is the fact that he is that powerful but he can't do everything he can't be everywhere at once he can't save everybody um and the things that he does have have the biggest implications of any character because he is the strongest that means that when he does something really big he has to be really sure that he's doing the right thing because it's going to have huge huge implications um so yeah that's a a long-winded way to say that I also got into Superman because of Smallville, and that was kind of my entrance into into the wider DC world, like you said, of getting interested in these other characters, uh, smaller characters, and um, especially within the Superman family of characters. Yeah, absolutely. Something you kind of touched on there is just a character who does the right thing because it's the right thing to do, even though it's even if it's not always the cool thing. You know, this is a character who's different from some of the anti-heroes that are popular today or villains and, and more violent characters that are popular today. This isn't that character. And that's what I, I like so much about him. And along with that, Lois Lane is just awesome. She has been there from the start with action comics. Number one in 1938 and been at times just as important as Superman and such a fascinating character. Uh, wonderful character and like i said my second favorite character of all time so seeing that a show titled right now if we don't know if this is final 
but Superman and Lois saying those two are going to be very important is really cool. So getting into this news, the CW putting Superman and Lois into development, this would return Tyler Hecklin as Clark Kent Superman. He appeared in season two of Supergirl, as well as the Elseworlds crossover in 2018. Elizabeth Bitsy Tolick as Lois Lane. She was introduced in the Elseworlds crossover. And it's also likely to include their child, who is set to be introduced in Crisis on Infinite Earths, as Hecklin and Tolick are going to reprise their roles for the, this crossover. So far, we've got no word on John Cryer's Lex Luthor or any other previously classed Superman characters, but I wouldn't surprise me if some of them popped up, and it's set to debut if it is picked up for the 2020-2021 TV season. Yeah, and just just the the three characters that we do know, uh, Clark Kent, Superman, Lois Lane, and their child, that that is enough for me to get me really, really excited because... Um, Something that we haven't really seen in in live action, at least, is the kind of family dynamic of Clark Kent, Superman, as a dad, as a husband. We've seen him in relationship with Lois Lane uh, quite a bit, but that that whole family um, grouping and then like seeing how he handles those struggles um, is a really, really interesting aspect that has been dealt with in the comics, but uh, haven't really seen a whole lot of in live action. So I, I'm really, really excited about that. Yeah, and that family dynamic between Clark, Lois, and we're guessing John Kent. We haven't heard anything. They've just said a child that could be somebody different. The assumption is John Kent because he's a really likable character. But that's a really new dynamic introduced in 2015 for the most part. It had been hinted at before. That is new to these characters, and it's also new to the DC TV world. There's a little bit of that dealt with on in terms of family dynamic on the flash season five, for example, and black lightning has had a cool family dynamic since it started, but focusing on those three characters would be unique to superhero TV out there right now, as well as unique to the Superman mythology. There's been a ton of, of different Superman projects out there in TV and movies, but we've never seen one with a Clark and Lois at this point in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I, the casting that we know, Tyler Hecklin and, and Betsy Tulloch, I think, uh, I don't know if I've seen enough of either one of them, even though they've, especially Tyler Hecklin has been in, in a, a few episodes, but he's always been a very supporting character and has not been, hasn't been given the lead and hasn't had a ton of screen time. And uh, Bitsy even more, or even less, I should say, hasn't had much screen time at all. So it's a little hard to judge, you know, I, I don't think I can judge how they would do in a full-fledged TV series where they are completely in the lead. Um, but what I've seen so far is is pretty good. Yeah, that's a good point. And my biggest complaints with Hecklin appearing on Supergirl so far is kind of the way he's been written. I think he does a good job of what he's been asked to do. He's just unfortunately written like a supporting character that he is instead of Superman, the world's greatest hero, which is kind of like how I would like to see him portrayed. And with them leading a show now he will get a chance to do that uh in terms of hecklin and Tolik, one thing i would say they did well in elseworlds with limited screen time to get screen time together they looked like a couple that had been together for a while it was very convincing it didn't feel forced they had that natural chemistry if you will that they seemed like a couple who had been around for a while and got along well and also you know had the little couple arguments that are 
common in healthy and healthy relationships. Yeah, I think one of the most interesting things, like just thinking about other depictions of Lois Lane and Clark Kent together, is that Lois is perfect for Clark because it's almost like she almost treats him like he doesn't have superpowers, which is what he needs. Because deep down, I think Clark Kent, more than anything else, just wants to be human, wants to be a person like anybody else. Um, and she basically treats him like that. Obviously, she acknowledges that he has powers and limitations and things that come from that. But she uh, is very down to earth and um, I think keeps him grounded as a character um, and in touch with his human side when when she's portrayed well. And like you said, we didn't see a ton of that between them. But the dynamic that we already saw between them is very much what I have liked in the past between Lois, uh, seeing in Lois Lane and Clark Kent. Yeah saying lois grounds clark is very true and something that's always been around sometimes he has the kents around sometimes he doesn't uh sometimes other characters can do that but lois lane is the one who's been doing that from the beginning really and in her own way even though she's not have superpowers she is is basically a superhero in all the things that she does and she has that integrity as well mostly on journalism which clark can also has but in terms of finding the truth and finding justice and they're a, a super couple that do that together So uh, this right now is set for the 2020-2021 TV season. So like we mentioned, we're we're getting well ahead of this. Uh, this isn't going to be coming out for a while probably, but um, this is definitely something that we're so excited about that we just probably can't help talking about it. So um, yeah, it's not coming for a while, but uh, we're still going to be talking about it. Uh, and then they put out a description, just a, a quick description of the show. Uh, it says it would follow the world's most famous superhero and comic book's most famous journalist as they deal with all the stress, pressures, and complexities that come with being working parents in today's society. So again, a really big emphasis on the family dynamic, which is something that I'm I'm very, very interested in. And then Todd Helbing, who was the writer for Flash seasons one to five and was the co-showrunner starting in season two, and then show ran this series by himself for seasons four and five is writing the pilot and will serve as executive producer. Uh, he also co-wrote Smallville season seven, episode 13 hero. Yeah. So a little bit of Superman connection there. Yeah. Do you remember what the hero episode was? Not off the top of my head. I I'm glad I didn't write it down in the notes because I wanted to see a surprise yeah. from you. It is where Pete Ross comes back. Okay. And choose stride gum. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> so not, I wouldn't say one of the best episodes of Smallville, more of a funny footnote. Uh, I think it does fine with a, a really difficult premise, but I think that's kind of how helping along with his brother broke into writing for TV. Looking back at his work on the flash, he has written or co-written some of the best episodes from season one through five on the show. Uh, something like Enter Flash Time, he was involved with. He wrote the Flash portion of Crisis on Earth X. He's done some really good writing. And I think tonally and in spirit, the Flash series is probably the closest to what I would want in a Superman family show in terms of it's lighthearted, but there's drama and there is a good good characters, likable characters, a good family dynamic, and all of those things in there, uh, while also mixing in really cool comic book and superhero stuff. 
I will say when Helbing was the sole showrunner in seasons four or five, those are probably the the weakest of the first five seasons of the show. But they both still had some really great stuff in there. And at the time, they were still my favorite DC TV show, superhero show out there at the time. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you, too, that this is this is very encouraging from the fact that. Like you, I think, Flash, the the way that it's handled, um, the balance of drama of darkness with light and humor um, and drama and everything like that, I think, is the best kind of balance and tone of all the cw shows um especially for what i would want to see in a superman show so it's it's very encouraging that they're bringing him on board uh to be so involved yeah also involved greg berlanti and sarah Schechter of berlanti productions both of them berlanti has like 20 shows on the air now so he was heavily involved at the start of the Arrowverse. I think now he's more involved production-wise. I don't know how much creative input he actually has, uh, but he's obviously had a proven track record for these kind of shows and success with the network and, and everything like that. Jeff Johns is also going to serve as an executive producer. Again, I don't know how much creative input he will have if this is just through his Mad Ghost Productions. He's currently showrunning Stargirl, and he also has comics coming out. I'm sure he has some high-level input here in terms of the characterization of the Clark of Clark and Lois and everything like that. Um, Johns has written Superman in the past. He wrote for Smallville. He has uh, done many Superman comics over the years and Justice League, written Superman in different ways. So uh, he's written some really good ones. Some I don't think he's written any bad ones that I can think of. Uh, some good ones. Some really really good ones. But I really am a fan of his characterization, for the most part, the way he treats Superman. Um, I think there's an old Reddit AMA where he asked, someone asks him what Superman is, and his reply was, everybody's hero. Mm-hmm. And I just love that, the, and to sum it up in two words, because Superman is not just regular people's hero, but also the hero of heroes. So if there's 20 superheroes in a room... Superman is the one they look to to figure out what to do, what's next. He's the hero they look up to. Uh, And that's always something that's cool to me. He was the first superhero, and to see others look up to him, that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, Superman is your favorite superhero's favorite superhero. And so it's, yeah, that's really cool to hear from Jeff Johns. And obviously, Greg Berlanti, Jeff Johns, those are people with pretty proven track records. I I like almost everything they've ever done. So um, not surprising that they're involved in some way. Uh, But like you said, there's... We don't really know how how much they're involved, but it's just it's nice to see that they are. In terms of what this show is going to be like, since we're still really in the early days, I think it's pretty obvious or a, a good assumption that it's likely to take from Superman, Lois and Clark, the comic book written by Dan Jerkins with art by Lee Weeks. That eight issue miniseries, as well as Superman and Action Comics in the Rebirth era, which was roughly from 2016 to 2018, this focused on without getting too crazy into the details of it, Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Clark being Superman, Lois being Lois, but they were also the new dynamic of having a 10-year-old son that they were raising who had superpowers. Yeah, and yeah, it this makes sense of where they would be drawing for drawing from, and that's exactly what I want to see in this TV show, and it all signs point to that's what we're going to see is Lois and Clark married with a young son and then dealing with everything that 
that comes with that and uh everything so far seems like that's what they're going towards yes uh if you remember in elseworlds it ended with lois pregnant and lois and clark getting engaged so you might think are they going to start with a six-month-old well at that point he's probably a year old by the time the show starts baby i'm guessing they'll use crisis to age him up some way i hope they still show some flashbacks to when he was younger but my guess is they start with a, a slightly older superboy i'm or john kent who does become superboy i'm hoping for maybe a 10 year old and i don't even need to see him costumed for a while yeah uh and and from that you can kind of see the superman the smallville influence potentially i don't know if they're going to be living on the farm or where but Lois and Clark would be taking over the Jonathan and Martha role from Smallville, having a superpowered kid and raising him and, and figuring out how to deal with that just a little bit younger, a 10 year old instead of a high school freshman, which Clark was at the start of Smallville. And I think that would differentiate while also hitting on some of those same themes and notes. But I'm hoping along with that, we're still getting plenty of Clark Kent, Superman and Lois Lane, uh, where it's not just super dad. I want, I want to see a lot of that, but I also hope Superman gets to have lots of adventures on his own and with Lois and, and that. So I think finding that balance, especially when, if you've got a 10 year old kid, for example, it's tricky to the amount of time they can spend on set as well as having a good young actor. That's mm -hmm. going to be really tricky to cast. So if they do go with that younger 10 ish year old, how they balance all of that will be interesting. Yeah, and my they've already they've done a few things to like hint towards and like give nods to Smallville on on the crossovers and and Supergirl. So my dream would be even more like hints and nods towards Smallville in the show, especially like you said because it's almost kind of recreating that situation with a young John Kent kind of filling in the role of the young Clark Kent, but now um it would be really really cool to like even if they don't explicitly say it but just have some sort of nod to like some of the lessons that Clark learned in Smallville. And you can even like reference some things that happened in Smallville. I don't know. You can have him like holding a pack of stride gum while he is counseling <laughs> young John on, on how to handle a bully or something. No, like some way of referencing things that happened in Smallville and like how that has formed Clark um, and made him, makes him like make the decisions that he does on this show. So uh, that would be my, my dream to see a lot of Smallville references and influences. Yeah, and I wonder what other influences will be on the show. I think producers in the Arrowverse have shown their affection for the Christopher Reeve version of yeah. Superman. Uh, they've also shown at different times some various hints towards Smallville, and Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher have been on Supergirl, and there have been lots of nods and things like that to various different past Superman iterations. So it's interesting that we're seeing a Lois and Clark who are further along than maybe any other version we've seen. And yet we know very little about them. We've gotten some exposition in terms of on Supergirl, what they've been like in the past and, and what we know of them, but it's almost like a blank slate. We can assume what Clark's origin was because the Superman origin is pretty great and classic. And most people have an understanding of that who would be listening or watching this show. But 
right now it's kind of a blank slate whether they address that or not. And you can kind of say if you know if you want this to be the future of the Christopher Reeve, Margot Critter version of them, or George Reeves and Noel Neal from the fifties TV show, you can almost apply any origin as an idea to what those background for those characters are until the show tells us differently. Yeah. And a lot of this too is going to, or a lot of what I think they'll show in the show is going to depend on how much we see in the, in the crisis crossover, um, how much of their story they, they go into and that, Uh, but yeah, this, it seems like this is the perfect show to have flashbacks of maybe a baby John or like some sort of, um background on these characters because like you said we don't know a ton about these we know the the big stories that exist for every iteration of superman and lois um but them specifically we haven't seen a ton of that but that would be that would be something i would be okay with and would really enjoy is like seeing some flashbacks seeing earlier life maybe even like seeing a little bit of how they how these two met um and fell in love i would be perfectly happy to see that oh absolutely i'd be very interested what was you know, how much of that they want to get into, but what was Clark's first day at the Daily Planet like? Or, yeah. you know, what other characters they bring in there uh, to do that? I would I would like to get to see a little bit of that. I don't want necessarily something like Arrow where they have five years of X amount of flashbacks every episode, but I wouldn't mind either occasional flashback episodes or mixing in at the right time. Seeing that kind of stuff would be neat because, like you said, it would be nice to see how this Clark and those met, how they fell in love, how all that happened when he revealed the secret. There's so many monumental Superman moments that have already passed for this couple uh, is one thing. So it would be cool if we could incorporate that somehow and and actually get to see those. Yeah. What else? uh, I think we can do maybe a a more detailed wish list in the future, but what kind of things are you looking forward to on this? What do you want to see? Or, or, you know, is there actor or character on the top of your head that you really want to see or or anything like that? Uh, You, we mentioned that there hasn't been any word yet about John Cryer's Lex Luthor coming in. Um, if it's, if it's that actor or a different actor, I just, I would really, really love to see a long running Lex Luthor and, um, to see that character popping up again and again and have him be, you know, maybe the, the big threat throughout the entire series. Um, especially because this is like a big grown up, um, relationship between Clark Lois and Lex, whereas in Smallville, it was much younger and it was a very different relationship than what we'd seen. So I think this would be a really cool cool way to have Lex involved and he is such a an interesting and complex villain that I think he would be awesome to see in a, a, a long-running series yeah absolutely uh, Lex Luthor is awesome and along those lines so is Zod but I will say since we've seen so much of those in different iterations I'm not as excited about seeing them they're great villains especially Lex but there are so many other Superman villains that I want to see like Brainiac but if you're having a Superman show you need to have Lex Luthor, I'd be surprised if John Cryer doesn't have a big hand in this somehow. I'm fine with him maybe having a recurring role instead of a a regular role where he's in every episode. But how they balance that will be interesting. And, you know, this show is going to debut around the time of an election. And the President Luther storyline was pretty big deal about 20 years ago. And that's something we've never really seen. It's been hinted at in Smallville, for example. But we've never really seen that storyline play out. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if they did something like that and maybe Lex Luthor is in the background uh, and that's kind of something that's looming not over only this show but all of the DCC CW shows where 
Lex Luthor is the president. How do you deal with that? Um, I think that would be really, if done right, could be very fascinating. Yeah, and that would be a perfect way to reference the character a lot um, and have, have things happening because of that character without having to necessarily spend a bunch of time with that character on screen. So yeah, I would that would be really cool and a, an awesome nod to the comics where he was the president. Yeah, there are a ton of storylines, comic book storylines I want to see. Obviously, could we get maybe a couple seasons down the road a faithful adaptation of the death and return of Superman? Mm-hmm. We can actually spend the time to have Doomsday, have the funeral, have those four Supermen show up. Something like that would be really cool. Even something like Electric Blue Superman is not something I would want a full season of, but you give me a three or four episode arc, I would like to see that. Uh, and I'm a fan in general of the moderate tier arcs. So anything from two or three to six, eight episode arcs where you have multiple ones of those in a season as opposed to one season long, big bad necessarily. But we'll see how all that handles. But the big thing I would like to see is just thinking of those rebirth comics especially is there's so much heart in those from dan jurgens and peter tomasi patrick gleason and everyone involved in those rebirth comics there's so much family wonderful family dynamics a healthy family dynamic that you don't always see in tv and so i really want to see a healthy family dynamic all that heart all that hope and optimism that is inherent to the superman character i hope to see all of that on display yeah and that's again that we've we've touched on this a few times but that's kind of what makes superman so amazing and and that definitely does not mean that the show can't have you know evil forces and dark moments and um bad things happening but it's it's superman's like relentless like you said optimism and hope and then the optimism and hope that he provides because of that that is what makes this character so interesting so there definitely needs to be some darkness to balance that and for him to have hope against um but overall that is that's what wins the day at the end of the day um, and what I love so much about the character. So I, I'm 100% on the same page as you. Yeah. And another thing along those lines is how Superman is handled. If he is say, he's been around a while now. Uh, he was around 12 years, at least when Supergirl started, yep. which will have been five years ago. So this is an experienced Superman and, uh, I won't get into crisis on infinite or speculation or anything like that, but say this Earth-38, where the Superman is from, merges with Earth-1, he would then be the first real public superhero ahead of Green Arrow and Flash and all those other ones that debuted later. They had the Justice Society back in the day, but in the modern era, Superman would have been the first. And so how are they going to handle that? Are they going to kind of reestablish him as the the first and greatest superhero? That's something I would like to see. I, I don't know how that will be handled. Yeah, that's a that is a, a huge question for the show is obviously it, it seems like they're leaning into the Superman because so far the working title is Superman and Lois. You know, we've had a Lois and Clark show where that came first and New Adventures of Superman was the, the second part. Um, but so I think there is hopefully going to be a big focus on Superman, um, him being Superman, getting to see his powers, being the greatest hero on whatever earth that he's on. Um, I don't know. I hope one of I if I had one criticism about the CW shows is that there's not really especially like Flash there isn't really anybody who doesn't know who Barry is that mm-hmm. doesn't know his secret identity and that was one of my favorite parts of Smallville 
um, is that he had to protect his secret identity and that that was a thing that he had to struggle with the entire time and was a way to tell pretty interesting stories. So I hope there's still some of that. I hope there's some people who don't know that Clark is Superman and that that is a, a big deal when somebody does find out or if they're about to find out. That's that's something I hope to see in this show. Yeah, I want the secret identity to be important. It's always been important to me and something long time for the character. It's a little touchy subject for some Superman fans right now in the comic book world with uh, some things that might be going on with Superman's identity. But yeah, it's really important to me. And that is a, a frustration how um, a lot of people at the DEO probably know about Superman. A lot of people, Earth One Heroes probably know Superman as Clark Kent just from what has been revealed so far. And they've never really touched on it. But I want that to be still important and and still dynamic. And along those lines with the other CW shows, I don't want this to follow the formula. You know, they've all got their formula and they work well. But Arrow, for instance, for instance, you know, there's going to be a team of heroes. You got your tech, you got your main hero, you got your other heroes in training. You've got your tech guy hanging out in the Arrow cave. Flash, you have that same setup hanging out at Star Labs. Legends of Tomorrow, you've got a similar setup on the Wave Rider. That kind of thing. It's been a, a formula, and I think by if you're focusing on Clark and Lois first, you can kind of break away that formula. But I don't want a 25 year old tech person who has to tell Clark how to be Superman all right. the time. You know, oh, this is how you get rid of a tornado. He would say, thanks, I've, I've done this a hundred times or anything like that uh, at this point, since he's been in so experienced for so long. I want to see those two together handling it and not necessarily a big team. Now there's still a bunch of characters I want to see. I want to see Emil Hamilton be the scientific consultant pop up every once in a while and, and have a recurring role as the scientist help. But I, I hope it doesn't feel like that formulaic where Superman has to be told what to do and, and all of that. And, you know, some new villain comes on, you fight the villain, the villain beats you, they get together, they have a pep talk in the hallway or whatever, you know what I mean? And then, oh, okay, I can be Superman and beat that. I I love The Flash, but, you know, just as an example, that's some of the, the formula that I followed in the past and I hope to see some differences. Yeah, and I... I am, I'm very optimistic that all of those things you're talking about aren't going to happen just because this is such a, an established Superman. Like you said, he's been around for 12 years already in the Supergirl universe, at least. And uh, they have an established relationship, Lois and Clark, and they're having a child. And that child is probably going to be grown up a little bit in this, in this show, hopefully. And so he's been being, he's been Superman for quite a while at this time. And like you said, he's, he's dealt with this stuff. Um, and if, if we can accept that Smallville happened, then he's dealt with a whole bunch of stuff when he was younger even. And so he's got a lot of experience. He doesn't need the whole, the whole team explaining how to do things. So I, I definitely agree with you and I'm, I'm feeling pretty good that he's going to be such an established Superman that he doesn't need that whole cast of characters telling him what to do basically. Yeah. I'm also wondering what differences they will have between the other shows. Supergirl. I'm surprised that this has been put into production while Supergirl is still on the air. And I don't know, maybe Melissa Benoist is ready to move on and, and Supergirl is nearing its last season or something. But because they're so similar, Supergirl in particular is, you know, swap out the main lead and it's almost 90% a Superman show. You've got a young 20-something as a young journalist writing. You've got your love interest. You've got your grumpy old boss. 
you're fighting all kinds of threats. Structurally, it's very similar to Superman, what you would think a Superman's throw would be. This, obviously, focusing on that family dynamic is going to make it different, but I wonder what other differences they have. If you look at the CW shows, they've all kind of had their had their area of expertise they've stuck to, uh, especially as they evolved. So Arrow's the gritty crime drama. Flash was the sci-fi, anything-goes comic book stuff. But then Legends of Tomorrow came up, and they focused on time travel, so Flash cut back on the time travel. And Supergirl came on, and they focused on the aliens, just to have some differentiation there. And I think that's smart, but I also think one of the things I love the most about Superman is the variety where you can have crime dramas where he's taking on gangsters and politicians. You can have crazy sci-fi creations of Lex Luthor. You can have magic and supernatural characters. You can have Superman in space fighting off alien invaders, uh, all these different things. The sheer variety when you pick up a random issue of a Superman comic, I hope that gets somewhat brought to life here. And we see all those different aspects. Now, not every episode it has to change, but maybe an arc of arc where he fights inner gang and then, Brainiac starts showing up or something like that. Yeah, and uh, something we haven't heard, we haven't really talked a ton about is the fact that Lois is uh is like a, such an amazing reporter and like investigative reporter that there's definitely going to be hopefully a lot of story arcs and things happening that revolve around her and her ability to be a really good reporter and to investigate things and to help help Clark get to the bottom of mysteries. So like you said, there's, especially with her involvement, there is a lot of different kinds of stories you can tell, such as like detective stories, almost trying to go out and solve crimes or getting to the bottom of corruption, that kind of thing. Um, and Supergirl has touched on that a little bit, but not a ton. I think this show would probably have a way heavier focus on the importance of like journalism and investigation, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And I want to see lots of Clark Kent and Lois Lane at the Daily Planet working with Perry White and whoever's there. So I hope that's there. And I also hope to get into something else, DC movies and TV, there's always weird things about who, what characters are, can be used where and when. And it's always a, a weird subject, never knowing who's available. If you've got Superman on TV, I don't want him to have any restrictions. I want him to have every Superman character out there so i don't want no we might do something with brainiac down the road no i want brainiac i want every superman character especially to be able to be used i, I mean it's probably not realistic to expect dark side to show up or anything like that as much as i would love to see superman and dark side fight but i hope at least all the main superman characters like mongol and brainiac and lex and everything are are able to be used on this show oh yeah i i definitely definitely agree with you that if you're going to do this TV show, let them do everything that they, they possibly want to and have whatever characters they want and tell all the stories that they can because this is this is the live-action Superman for right now for the foreseeable future. So I, I want it to be the absolute best live-action Superman that could possibly be, and that means letting them do just about whatever they want. Yeah. Visually speaking, I wouldn't mind a new costume. Yeah, it's not a bad costume by CW standards, but I think, uh, you know, look at Brandon Rouse's Kingdom Come Superman. I think that is better on just about every level other than it's a different S shield and whatever your opinion is on the trunks. But the colors and the material and everything looks so much better on that. And so uh, not a bash on the costume, but I, I wouldn't mind an upgraded costume at all. Yeah, me either.
I suppose a little bit of crisis talk, anything you want to see, I think we hinted. So spoilers, if anybody hasn't, doesn't want to know anything about crisis on infinite earth, this is all speculation based on reading the comic and everything, but I think it's a pretty good guess that earth 38 and earth one will merge. I wouldn't mind if Krypton's earth merged because I was a big fan of that show. It's canceled, but those that Brainiac, Doomsday, Zod, Lobo, they're all so great on that show that I struggled to see the CW doing a significantly better version than those ones. So I wouldn't mind just doing those. You've got the actors, you've got the the people who can do the makeup, presumably available. I would love to see that. And along those lines, Cam Welsh, the showrunner, wouldn't mind him being brought in and, and getting a chance to be a writer or involve co-showrunner or anything like that. I would not be opposed to that because I was a big fan of how they handled the mythology and the way they treated Superman, even though Superman didn't show up on that show. And they have some awesome villains. Oh, yeah. They they showed that you can do pretty, pretty amazing things involving Superman and Krypton and all of his, his characters and villains and everything on a small budget. And this is a CW show. It's not going to have the largest budget of any TV show by any stretch of the imagination. So, yeah, I would be super, super pleased if they could bring in some of the talent behind Krypton, some of the the characters and, and storylines. That would be really, really cool to merge in some way. And and then also they, for Crisis, they are they are bringing in Tom Welling. Um, they're touching on Smallville's in some way. So anything they could do to bring in stuff from Smallville, I would be totally on board with. Um, I don't know how they would do that and what, what creative way they would do that. Um, but I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, if it's possible, time travel or multiverse jumping where you can see bring back Brandon Routh with that suit for a two-episode arc or something like that where they team up or anything like that I think would be really cool. And I hope they don't shy away from that where they embrace those previous multiverse versions of Superman and Gerard Christopher shows up or all kinds of things I would like to see. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for today. This is just an introduction to the show. Uh, what we're going to do for the next year or so until the show actually debuts is not set in stone, but we've got a rough plan. We, we're still going to be putting out episodes here, and I think we'll get into things we want to see on the show. We'll obviously look back on previous appearances of Hecklin and Tolik, as well as the Crisis on Infinite Earths. We will be touching on that, especially the Superman perspective, and then looking at Superman Rebirth comics and, and some other things things we want to see in the show and, and looking at comics and things like that for hints to where the show might go. Yeah. And of course, as, as news does come out with about this over the next year, we'll, we'll talk about anything new that comes up, any casting or more story details. If they change the name, any of that kind of stuff, we'll of course touch on that as well. Right. Batwoman filmed in March for an October debut. So it wouldn't surprise me if in the next couple months we get more casting and expanding that world of what this show will be. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening and we'll be back soon.